the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Well, we often talk about schools, and we also talk about crime on this show, and we will talk about both. But before we get to that on a Wednesday edition of the Bruce Woolley Show, I thought I would talk about something that happened to me this morning that um, might seem completely unrelated to the stories about schools and about crime. But the more I think about it, I think it might be kind of explanatory of why we are where we are. Um, I did the one thing that I now realize, in hindsight, that I do not want to do ever again because I went away from my house this morning without my cell phone. Now, you might think that's a minor inconvenience, and I thought so too, except when I realized I didn't have my cell phone, I also realized that my wife was going to be coming this way toward where I work today, and I thought, well, I'll call her, and she can bring my phone with her and hand it off to me, and I will not be without it. I'll be able to return the calls that I told people last night via text messaging. I was going to uh, call, and I can maybe call a guest or arrange for other things, or just respond to people when they text me. And so I was up against it in a time crunch because I realized I didn't have my phone while I was making a stop at a store uh, in the vicinity of my office. And I realized I don't have time to get back to the office to call my wife on a phone there, so I'm going to need to borrow somebody's cell phone to make a call. Well, I didn't think that would be that difficult. But it turns out it was very difficult, which also illuminated other things to me that I hadn't really thought about. But now I recognize true. I went up to a woman in a store and I'm like, hey, I have a strange request. I'm trying to get it out there right up front. I'm not a weirdo. I forgot my phone. My wife is headed this way. Could I use your phone to call my wife and tell her to look for my phone and bring it with her? And instantly I could tell the woman thought I was running some kind of a scam on her. Now, I don't know what kind of scam you could run on someone by using their phone and making a phone call. But I suppose it's possible. Maybe I could call somebody and I don't know. I'm not in the habit of formulating scams, so maybe that's why I'm a little fuzzy on what kind of scam I could run. But I try to tell her, like, no, no, I just, I forgot my phone. There's no pay phones. Remember pay phones? Anybody remember pay phones? <laughs> I really need to use your phone to call my wife. I'm running out of time. She's going to be leaving the house. She looked at me and she goes, well, my battery's kind of low, and I'm not really sure that you could make a call on my phone even if you wanted to. And it's that point that I recognized she's not going to give me her phone. I didn't think quick enough. I could have said, look, I don't even need to touch your phone. You could pull the phone out of your pocket. You could call the number. You could put it on speakerphone and I could talk. I wouldn't even have to touch your phone. 
but she'd already sent the unmistakable message that she was pretty convinced I was running some kind of a weird scam on her, and she was not going to be a party to it. So I ran out of the store, got in a car, drove down here as quick as I could where I have an actual landline and called my wife. And yes, she had already left home. And no, I don't have my phone this morning. So if I owe you a phone call or a text, I'm sorry. But I realized in that moment one thing, and I've since realized another thing as I reflect on it. Number one, we have, and this is a problem that I think is reflected in the stories that I talk about regarding crime and schools. We have an inherent Lack of trust in our world today. Our default position, our go-to, our reflexive reaction, when someone asks us to do something as innocuous as letting us borrow their phone is, this can't be what you're telling me it's for. There's got to be something else that you are trying to do by asking me for my phone. Maybe she thought I was going to run away with it. I don't know. But... We have an inherent lack of trust. Now, why would we have an inherent lack of trust? Well, uh, we have an inherent lack of trust, I would think, because you can't assume that what you see, which appears to be, based upon your past experiences, relatively innocuous, you now cannot assume that it will be innocuous anymore. Because here in Columbus, Ohio, what could be more innocuous on a summer day than kids gathering at a Dairy Queen for ice cream. Well, we have now had two 14-year-old boys arrested in the Dairy Queen murder of a 19-year-old. We already had an 18-year-old and a 20-year-old in custody for that murder. Now we have two 14-year-olds, and they're still looking for a 16-year-old, which, by the way, um, Channel 10 website author, you might want to put the most important information up high in the story as opposed to at the end of the story. Police said the 16-year-old suspect remains at large and is considered armed and dangerous. That's in the last paragraph. That should be in one of the first couple, I would think. So kids on a summer day at a Dairy Queen cannot be trusted. Sammy Sasso, the all-American wrestler from Ohio State, who's now in a hospital in a rehab facility trying to learn how to walk, four-time All-American wrestler, two-time NCAA runner-up, four-time All-Big Ten, is learning how to walk again because he was shot by a 16-year-old boy. I'm not laughing at the tragedy of it. I'm laughing at the absurdity of it. A 16-year-old boy and a 15-year-old girl. You don't necessarily think when you're outside a Kroger in the short north, which decades ago was revitalized from the hellhole it used to be when I was in college, to the now spiffy testimony to uh, urban development that it is, a 16-year-old boy and a 15-year-old girl outside of Kroger, you don't really think they're going to be looking for trouble, but these two were. They carjacked Sammy Sasso and just for good measure shot him in the abdomen before they got in his 12-year-old car, it's not like he was driving a Lexus. No, he'd have to be a quarterback at Ohio State to do that. Shot him in the abdomen, and off he went. Off they went, rather, in Sammy's car on a joyride to Easton. Oh, Easton, that reminds me of the 15-year-old boy shot and murdered at Easton. So why do we have an inherent lack of trust? Because we see teenagers visiting upon themselves and other innocent bystanders unspeakably awful and evil violence. So our lack of trust is not misplaced. I think it's well-placed because the juvenile crime in this city 
continues to spiral out of control. It is absolutely positively out of control, despite the fact that uh, earlier this summer, uh, Mayor Andrew Ginther announced the Office of Violence Prevention. Oh, I'm sorry, that was March. Gee, if he announced it in March, it's had six months to work. It's not working. They set aside $4 million in the city's budget for the Office of Violence Prevention. Uh, They've had over 200 meetings or events because they want to make sure, this is a quote from Director Rena Schack, um, we've had over 200 meetings or events that we've attended to make sure we are talking to community members and really finding out what they want to see Columbus doing other than what we're already doing. Wow. We set $4 million aside for that so they can meet with people 200 times to find out what they think they should be doing. I got to, I got to, Radical idea, Rena. If you are the director of the Office of Violence Prevention, shouldn't you be bringing ideas to the table rather than going out and seeing what people want? Because back where I'm from, that was called a survey, and you don't pay people for that. Certainly not $4 million. Uh, What would Rena Shack's previous position? Oh, look at this. She was Andrew Ginther's former assistant policy director. Hmm. It's good to know powerful people. So we got an Office of Violence Prevention. Why else would we not trust what we see now? Why else would people be inherently suspicious of an innocuous request to use a cell phone? They don't trust anybody because they can't trust what they used to be able to trust, which is, oh, there's just some kids here hanging out at a Dairy Queen. Oh, there's just some kids here hanging out outside of Kroger. There's just some kids here going to a movie at Easton. That's the worst thing that could happen. Well, in those cases, two people could get murdered and an elite athlete could be rendered unable to walk. That's the worst thing that could happen. But what about schools? What's the tie to schools? Well, why do we not have trust in our school system? Because we got to look at what's going on in our schools during COVID. And we saw what was going on, and parents were awakened, and parents started to get involved. And funny thing about schools, they don't like adults being involved. They don't like adults looking over their shoulder And they sure don't like adults having choices in education. There's a story today on the NBC4i website that says that uh, more schools are joining the lawsuit against school choice in the state of Ohio. And uh, Columbus City Schools was the public school district that filed the suit, so it's the first one listed. And they've got the uh, teachers' union uh, all in on this and... um, They do not want to be accountable. They were ordered by the state auditor to let the auditor's office know if they were using any public funds to fund the lawsuit against the state law that makes ed choice scholarships or school vouchers, however you want to look at it, available to everyone in the state of Ohio. Does anybody find that to be odd, that schools would be using taxpayer money to fight something that taxpayers want, like school choice? Lack of trust? Yeah, lots of it. So I began the show, and you can catch the podcast if you missed the first segment. I began the show talking about uh, my request of a person in a Columbus retail store this morning. Could I use your phone to call my wife? I forgot my phone. I want my wife to bring me my phone because she's coming this direction. And the person looked at me like, what kind of scam are you trying to pull on me? Ah, my battery's dead. Yeah, 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 yeah. No. 
probably not. Not going to. I realized she's not going to let me use her phone. And we have an inherent lack of trust. The other thing I realized, besides the inherent lack of trust, is I couldn't call my daughter when my wife didn't answer the phone the first time because I don't know my daughter's phone number. Why do I not know my daughter's phone number? She's my daughter. I bought her phone for her because her number's in my phone. And I realized I don't know any of my daughter's phone numbers. I don't know anyone that I work with's phone number. In fact, the only phone number I know is my home phone number. Yes, we still have a landline. And my wife's cell phone. That's it. The people I call every single day, I don't know their phone number. And it pointed out to me how reliant we have become on that device in our hand. And I don't mean to be conspiratorial, but I wondered, what if they disable cell phone towers sometime and we can't communicate with each other? And I can tell you this, since I lived life before cell phones, I actually know the names of roads and I know how to get most places. My daughters, who are just now learning to drive or have recently learned how to drive, they don't know how to get anywhere unless the GPS feature on their phone is working. They, they, even a road they drive like routinely, I don't think they could drive it least not with any degree of comfort because they have their phone on all the time on the gps feature so that's just a cautionary tale i'm gonna learn my daughter's phone numbers you say well if they disable the cell phone towers what good is that their phones won't work just work with me i think it's a good thing that i know their numbers because i used to know how about you how many numbers did you used to know back when you like had landlines you called everybody on i know my best friend's from 20 years ago's phone number. Probably haven't called him in 15 years. Our lives took us in different directions. His in a woke direction, mine in a truth direction. But at any rate, like, I know those numbers. I know my parents' home phone number, even though they haven't lived there for about a decade and have been dead for at least five years or more. Learn phone numbers. I don't know why. Maybe it just gives you a degree of comfort. Who knows? Now, speaking of comfort, do you like that segue? Yes. Uh, Columbus City Schools last night, who want a $100 million levy to be approved in the fall, removed a proposal ahead of Tuesday evening's meeting that would give the Columbus crew $175,000. That's right. Columbus City Schools <laughs> wants you to give them $100 million while they are giving $175,000 to the Columbus crew. Now, you wait a minute. Isn't the Columbus crew a soccer team? Yes, it is. Isn't it owned by the Haslams in Cleveland who own the Cleveland Browns and are probably billionaires? Yes, they are. Why would the Columbus Board of Education be giving $175,000 to the Columbus crew? Well, here's your answer. According to Cole Barons of the Columbus Dispatch, the $175,000 would, quote, Equip students with the skills and knowledge they need to succeed academically. Does the crew have like a team full of PhDs? Am I I'm unaware of the educational chops of the Columbus crew? Ole, 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 ole. Are they like all master's degree holders? Were they teachers in a former life before they went, hey, you know what? I'm not bad at soccer. Maybe I should try to be a pro. $175,000 to the Columbus crew 
to equip students with the skills and knowledge they need to succeed academically. What kind of skills and knowledge do crew players have? I'm sure they're smart guys, but like, I'm not following this. Uh, they pulled it from the agenda, according to district spokesperson Jacqueline Bryant, because contract language needed review. Hmm. Nothing other than that, she assures us. Oh, I bet. Uh, the copy of the legislation on the Columbus City Schools website says that the Columbus crew, quote, offers valuable experience, skill, and ability to facilitate outreach and research for dynamic programming. Yeah! Boy, who wrote that word, Salad? Of wokeness offers valuable, note the adjectives, valuable experience, skill, why not exemplary skill? Why just skill? And ability, how about wide-ranging ability? Come on, if you're going to go half the way, go all the way, people in Columbus. Offers valuable experience, skill, and ability to facilitate outreach and research for dynamic programming. Well, at least they're admitting they're programming our students, I guess. I should be happy about that. I'm not the only one calling attention to a contract for which there was no competitive bidding process. Look, here's my thing. I have no axe to grind with the Columbus crew. I have an axe to grind with wasting taxpayer money. And when you're paying the Columbus crew $175,000 to come in and talk to your school students about achieving academically, I'm going to bet on the back end of this, there is an attempt to sell tickets, not to kids, because they're going to give them tickets, but they're going to give the kids tickets, and then the kids are going to go home and say, Mom, Dad, I got free tickets to a crew game. Can you take me? And then the parents are going to have to buy tickets to go, because the student tickets will be free, but the parent tickets won't be. That's my guess. I don't know. I don't have any idea, but I'm just saying that's typically how these things work. Now, as for the $175,000 that they're paying the Columbus crew, what good fortune for the Columbus City Schools that this expenditure comes at a time where it is now legal to pay Ohio State athletes. And I'm going to guess that across the board, Columbus City School students would be more responsive to Ohio State athletes preaching this message than they would be to soccer players who they probably never heard of. So maybe you should like Try to work something out with Ohio State. If you want to throw 175 grand around, at least throw it around to people that might have more influence because I'm just going to tell you, Columbus crew players aren't going to have as much influence with Columbus City school children as Buckeye football or basketball players are going to have. I'm not the only one saying that. Nana Watson, president of the Columbus NAACP, says this is not a good piece of legislation. It's unclear what it was and who it was for and why you're paying an entity that could donate what you need. Yes! Sounds like Nana Watson suffers from a lack of trust, too. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.